Hi, you're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Hey, and welcome to Boggy Talk. We are thankful you joined us. Hope you're doing well, because I think we're doing well. You doing all right, buddy? I Man, I am enjoying my 30s. Oh, yeah, for like a few more days. For like a day more. A day more. A day more. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, Yes. It is... Just so good to be a young man in his 30s, surrounded by people in their <laughs> yeah, 40s. Who are so far, so far advanced in you know, age and wisdom and Today, hair. Michael Van Zant is 40 Woo. in his 40s, and I'm not. That's right. Enjoy it. It is and a rub true it in. statement. Yeah, today. so do you, got, do you today. have big plans to celebrate? Or is, uh, is I think we celebrated you know? some this weekend, and <laughs> this past weekend. And but now I will be too old to remember it, like, here at with my church family That's on, right, on Wednesday. Wednesday. I may take like a half day you tomorrow, you but you know, anyway, you I, again, if it were a seven or eight or nine, but I am a little bit with you in that um, kind of every year now I'm starting to think like, you know, thank God I'm alive and yeah, healthy. It made it through. I don't know if you felt like this at, this could have been our headline for the week. Ooh, actually yeah. turn it into your forties. Um, but I, I kind of feel old for my 30s mm-hmm. but now i'm like oh i'm young for my 40s like <laughs> yeah, yeah like, you're like hey it's kind of like this different yeah the, the what gets me right now is that i'll meet somebody and i'm like man they look old and i'm like oh they're like just a few years older than me. i'm like oh and i actually said that to josiah when we were at open house for the high school i was like man do these these parents look old do i look that old and he's like well a little dude <laughs> like so Stephen, you know, starts kindergarten in two years. Yeah. Chrissy and I are going to look so old. You're like, oh, your grandparents brought you today. <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously, we are. I will be, when he starts kindergarten, I'll be 41, about to be 42, and she'll be three years younger than me or two and a half years younger than me. Yeah, so, so yeah. Yeah, you'll be around all these like 25-year-old yeah, parents. That's how we were with Joanna starting. I yeah, was like, that's man, right. Yeah. Man, yeah, it is, it is weird. Well, uh, I hope that you have a wonderful birthday celebration. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, so, hey, we're going to dive in. What so, are you doing some, for me? Uh, uh, you know, kidding, I actually have a great surprise present for you, and I've had it for a while, and oh, I'm man. so excited. That scares me. <laughs> I've had it for a while. Um, but no surprises here. No, Bobby no talk. surprises. Hey, we're diving into our headlines. We've <laughs> got some questions. Doing. I'm doing fine, man. It's it's We are rolling. Rolling, rolling, school, flag football, worship ministry, missions. I mean, choir's kicking back off. I'm excited about that. You're about to go um, to India? About to go to India in a couple of weeks. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. I've been having a, a good bit of phone calls uh, with, with our folks there, just making final plans. Yeah. And it's going to be great. And okay. if you're interested in going next year, you should just start planning on it next summer. So... Let's dive in. Right. So what are we talking about today? Well, our headline uh, is the Department of Justice investigating the Southern Baptist Convention. Yes, this came out uh, last week as really a result, and I, I won't say culmination, but as really a result of uh, the internal investigation that was done, uh, voted on by the messengers of the Southern Baptist Convention at the 2021 Southern Baptist, Southern Baptist Convention. Results of that study were shared prior to this year's convention, and it was talked about a good bit more. Mm -hmm. And now, uh, 
the Department of Justice is investigating. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. what does this mean? Why would the Department of Justice uh, get involved? Is a, is a, you know, hey, we should know that. And yeah. what does it actually mean for the Southern Baptist Convention? Yeah. Well, I think something that's important to note is that the Department of Justice does not normally launch public investigations until it has a lot of information mm -hmm. uh, behind the scenes first. So, you know, I, I would, I would suspect that coinciding with the internal investigation was people reaching out to the Department of, Just, De Department of Justice also mm -hmm. asking them to investigate the SBC because the reason ultimately there was an internal investigation is because there were people complaining, you know, about ongoing issues, cover-ups, cover those ups, kind of things. Yeah. So as would be suspected with that, you know, Definitely, if you're not getting making any headway with the entity itself, but maybe even if you are, is often appealing to you know the authorities uh, for an investigation. So we don't really know kind of the background into why the Department of Justice is fully even getting involved in this. Mm -hmm. um, certainly, you could think maybe they saw what we were doing and hey, this appeals. To, this is in our jurisdiction, so we're going to investigate. Right. Um, but really. Um, I would say that's the first thing is, you know, we need to understand there's more going behind the scenes than we're aware of. Already. Yeah, absolutely. And there's some who would say, well, this is politically motivated and maybe, maybe not. Like, yeah. And that's not really for us to, to decide. Like the fact is that they, they're investigating because there has been sufficient, uh, sufficient cause. I yeah. guess is the right way to say that. Yeah. Let's hang out there for a minute because I think that's one of the things anytime any issue comes mm -hmm. about is like, well, this is happening because there are people who, who you know, are, are left leaning, you know, and want to take down the SBC. But then there are other people who are like, well, you know, this is this has happened because there are those who are right leaning and they're trying to cover up, you know, mm -hmm. the, the old white guard or whatever you want to use, you know. And I feel like if you have a hundred people and there's an issue, mm -hmm. like you're going to say like, well, this is happening because of this angle, this angle, this yep. angle. And the answer is you're right. Yeah, like, all, all the above. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so I think like, I think there's an important lesson here. I'm like, I do believe that there are probably those that are, I mean, SBC churches, right? 16,000 churches representing mm -hmm. millions of millions, people. Mm -hmm. largest Protestant denomination, many people affected by this Protestant domination negatively, positively, yeah, there are people who want to take it down. Mm -hmm. So certainly you could say maybe within the Department of Justice, certainly those appealing to the Department of Justice, there are people on Twitter who are literally like, burn it down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the flip side of it, there are those who are like, no, we need to be held accountable because we want it. We want to be purified and we want to, from the same, like we want to pro not protect, but we want to... Uh, Make sure, like we are doing justly, yeah. Uh, and so they, there's those who welcome it, uh, yeah. who say, "Yeah, investigate," because we want everything to be out. And if that's on the flip side, then on the upside down of it, <laughs> yeah, the upside so, down. Yeah, the so I just started side. watching Stranger Things. So um, <laughs> on the upside down of it, which isn't that good, by the way, like it was good I season concur. one, season two. I'm like, this Sorry is so weird. Anyway, I yeah. Uh, but uh, speaking of Stranger Things and the upside down and the SBC, there are those also who literally are like. Leave us alone. Mm -hmm. Get off my lawn. Yeah, you know? we're autonomous, and so we don't welcome any. Yeah, mm -hmm. even if yeah, even kids if kids are getting molested yeah, they, and it's being covered yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, yeah, that's a great view because they're recognizing all of that exists, all those viewpoints. And what I would say is like, uh, let the investigation, like, let's see what yeah. there is. Like, yeah, is, right. You know what? So my question is: is what do you think? What do we anticipate? 
coming from this? Well, yes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Um, I mean, great answer. Yeah, yeah. Certainly, um, you know, there could be sanctions. I mean, it, we haven't decided are there going to be criminal, civil lawsuit, you know, civil penalties. And so civil penalty might be like a fine to the government, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, we just don't know. Also, individuals, um, and I actually did some research on this. So, um, individuals could be charged under Chapter 110 for sexual exploitation and other abuse of children, or Chapter 117 for the transportation of minors with the intent to engage in criminal sexual activity. So, that isn't mm-hmm. like there's explicit trafficking going on, but they could basically say, you know, because people weren't being dealt with and then, you know, they were moving to from church to church to church and that was being covered up. Basically, there is a degree of guilt here from individuals who knew about this because they're asking for the redacted um, or is it unredacted? Unredacted. Unredacted, yeah. um, you know, transcripts of all these co- conversations. So the truth is, you know, there really could be a lot of indicting things. We just don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so um, – you know, I, I would say ultimately, obviously, that has we do the the Southern Baptist Convention has attorneys, has uh, insurance. So you know, I don't know there'd be a lot that would hinder mission necessarily, but it could be so extensive that it mm-hmm. does. Um, and I would also say this is probably going to take a really long time. Yeah, it's going to take the a Catholic long time. thing is still happening. You know, right? So, there's still yeah. investigation. And going back to we talked about this a while back when these allegations first came out. It's like, you know, there's there's people who will say, well, this is going to cost. This is going to cost. And well, all this has already cost yeah, people amen. and individuals yeah. and uh, survivors of of abuse. And it, I would say, it's worth it to get it right and make it right, even at the, I would say the short-term, quote-unquote, expense of some of the ministry and missions so that it can go forward in a, in a righteous way in yeah. the future. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I mean, the effect on our church, we're just watching. You know, I mean, I think we need to mm-hmm. keep an eye on it. Um, I think it certainly um, has uh, – the good, the really good about all this, you know, is it's really impacted even our view, our way of like – being hyper vigilant as those who are often in the know mm-hmm. um, and have information uh, that we just feel like, hey, this needs to be shared so that, you know, someone who's had past experiences um, mm-hmm. doesn't do anything similar. And again, that doesn't mean the grace of God doesn't cover them. That doesn't mean they're not loved by God, but there's a difference between love and trust, you know, mm-hmm. and we don't have to trust people who have uh, der- done certain things to be in certain positions again. And so, um, you know, I, I think that I think it's it's helped with that. Um, you know, financially, I, I, it's such a mess because we're autonomous. You know, so so mm-hmm. autonomous churches. So literally, we could pull out tomorrow of uh, the SBC, and I don't even know like what that means because a lot of churches are because right. they just don't want to be associated with this. Mm-hmm. And I understand, like right. while it's while we're kind of like, hey, a reasonable you know, response, yeah. The, we at this point, the the the. The work is worth it. Uh, there is some hesitation. So, you know, I don't know if we need to say anything else more, um, uh, mainly because we're almost out of time. Yeah. But also, uh, just if you are someone who's super interested in that, mm-hmm. um, you know, please reach out. But And also, just if you have any questions about, you know, our own church policies, yeah, anything yeah. that any of our practices, uh, any of our prevention measures that we have, uh, you, are, you are welcome to ask those questions and welcome to, uh, you know, 
even make suggestions of, have you thought about this? Like we, we welcome that because we want to be consistently improving and learning. So yeah, we just had, we hosted, um, we didn't put it on, but we hosted, you for know, the sex abuse yeah. training, mm-hmm. uh, for this region, for the Florida Baptist convention. So our church and other churches are really trying to stay on top of what we're learning right. and how to safeguard against this. And, mm-hmm. and it's just the, it's the time we live in. And the truth is like, yeah, sorry, I, I know we said we're done. I we see have like people, 30 seconds you're good. I, I, people see, I see people all the time say, I wish we went back in the time when blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you mean when kids were like abducted and molested and nobody knew about it? Like, mm, yeah. Like, yeah. It is. Like, stop calling that the good old days. I'm not saying there weren't aspects of it right, that, that were, were better and simpler. Right. But part of it was ignorance. Yeah. Like this, <laughs> yeah. And it was like, yeah. And, 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 and oftentimes, <laughs> let's just be real, like when that did happen and then uh, when it was known, then the one who survived that, who was victimized, is often viewed as someone yeah, who's less than yeah, or damaged. Yeah. And it's, you know, goodness gracious, we could talk. I mean, we could talk a long time, but yeah, yeah praise God. Right. Like, the, you know, I do believe that this is ultimately this is purifying and we pray like, you know, just God's grace on us to mm-hmm. in any situation we would ever find ourselves in to handle it the right way mm-hmm. uh, and with uh, honoring the Lord and with integrity. Well, I mean, with integrity is honoring the Lord, but the, yeah. All this just to me is like when you see the church just being so messed up and, and the church historically has just been so messed up is actually not a reason not to believe in Jesus. It's a reason to believe in Jesus because his church advances and his mission advances globally in the midst of so many sinners. I mean, including us, but, you know, specifically people who have just done egregious things. And yet the mission of Jesus advances, the gospel remains true and, um, you know, it's evidence to that, but it's also a, a, a reason to stay alert. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, uh, hey, let's move on to a segment uh, answering some questions that we have been asked. So you you go first. (laughs) So this is for you because (laughs) I have been asked by several people since we've made jokes about this and other people have brought up this. What is a 7-Eleven song? Oh, man. If you are listening and not watching, uh, if you could, if, if, the sound of my eyes rolling. <laughs> Your face turned to green. <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. so let's be real. So when uh, contemporary, modern contemporary worship became really popularized, I would say as a result of the Jesus movement in the 60s and 70s, and then choruses being written, like I would say uh, this term was kind of coined probably mostly in the 90s uh, when contemporary uh, choruses were starting to be sung more widely in churches. And it was, you know, it's a reference and play on words of the gas station 7-Eleven. And basically they'll say, well, we sing the same seven words 11 times. And I think it really was based off of a few songs that, you know, legitimate, like, I could sing of your love forever, seven words. And if you know that song, it's very repetitive and stems from this place of, well, those songs are just not as good and rich and there's there's some merit in that. However, what has happened is that any worship song is now deemed 7-Eleven by someone who just prefers more traditional uh, hymns. So that's kind of the basic definition of it. Um, and right now it just gets thrown out as like, well, we don't want to sing 7-Eleven songs. I'm like, well, okay, good. Me neither. Uh, we don't. I don't believe we do that as a church. Now, you can't say that because we repeat a line, it's all of a sudden 7-Eleven because many what we consider traditional hymns 
are very repetitive in their choruses and refrains. Uh, and so, man, that's where it all comes from. Yeah. And there's, is it Psalm 150? Let everything that has breath praise yeah, the everything Lord. Has probably maybe 11 times. That's eight words. Yeah. So do they have a problem with Psalm 150? Uh, I know. Cause we sing that. Uh, let everything that has breath praise. There's songs written about that. Like, are yeah. you mad we're going to written? But, but yeah. that is what it is. Yeah. It it's is all good. It is. If you like hymns better, Okay, great. Yeah. Just sometimes it's great. I, I think it's important to clarify again, like there is nothing more godly about hymns than a contemporary song. Like, mm -hmm. because, and I love you. If you're listening to this, I understand it has such a deep approach meaning to you. That's fine. It, God uses it. It's only 150, 200 years old. Most mm -hmm. of those hymns. Most. You're only associating them with Western culture, America mm -hmm. specifically. Like the church has been around since AD 30, right? Yeah. 33, mm -hmm. Jesus, yeah. 80, 34. Like, I just yeah. love you. Mm -hmm. I love you. Let's just, I think it's let's, okay that you like them better. Yeah, That's not absolutely. wrong, but don't make it, said, don't make it spiritual. Yeah, don't elevate. Yeah. Don't try to spiritualize a preference. Uh, and it is, it, so if somebody says, I just prefer this, I would be like, wow, thank you for being honest. Like Say, it's okay to have preferences. Yeah. yeah. Same it's, with the other way around. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't like it because, because it has keyboard loops. Yeah. And some awesome synth and a great, you know, lick. And it doesn't mean that it's better because it makes you feel all this basically comes down to like style. It's yeah. Style. It's style of feeling and Personal. recognizing like, man, music is there. Are, we have, all of us have soundtracks to our lives. We hear music. Okay. It takes us to a place and we just have to recognize that. Be honest. Related to that, the other question I got, and then I know you have some, what kind of music do you like? <laughs> now, it wasn't like, what kind of music do you like? Like, what kind of music do you like? I think it's directed to both of us because we've made fun of so much music. Oh, yeah, it's true. Well, honestly, like, I like most anything. Like, I, it's rare that I'm just like, ah, turn that off because... One is a musician. Sorry, I should turn that uh, off. You should turn your phone off. Yeah, my bad. I don't like that music. I'm just kidding. Uh, I think, honestly, this is where, like, personality. I, as a musician, too, you can appreciate the skill that goes into just about any genre. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, I'll listen to anything from, I mean, you name it. I mean, I just, there's rare that I, if, if something is just, like, you know, techno drivel, I'm like, eh, you know. If you were going to take three... CDs. Oh God! <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Oh no! Three albums. Bad. Three albums with you on your iPod or whatever you had on a deserted island. What three would you take? That's I don't know. I'll answer first. Frank Sinatra, his best That's a hits. Good one. Probably like some '90s, 2000s rap mix. And jock then, jams? No, not jock jams. <laughs> like with some Jay Z and yeah. some, uh, you know, Dr. Dre and all that stuff. And then um, number three would probably be like a worship mm, like best of best of yeah see that's like where i'm like some hill song i mean you know no no they don't get the rights to it somehow but you know like <laughs> um some hymns too done in there like just kind of a um, hodgepodge of yeah see that's me too i think that's so hard to answer because i mean there's some like they'd have to be compilation cds of best of and i'm with you like i so if i'm just like turning on music because I just like I'm at the house and I just want to like have fun music on Yanni I, <laughs> totally not uh, I will I often just Yo -yo like, I'm like hey Siri play Motown like that oh, is I'm like yeah, come on good. let's that's see good. that's good music um, and so that I mean I love good 
you That's know, good. 80s, 90s My rock, but even new stuff is good too. So, okay. I mean, I can't really. I, I think we got time for one more question. All right. So, this is a great question. He uh, loves all the things, by I the way. That's I do. And I probably that's my personality. But um, anyway, I have strong feelings about what I have strong feelings about. And then everything else, I'm like, meh, whatever. Um, so this is a great question that came from someone just as we're doing the church uh, Bible reading plan and someone who's just asking, okay, so we're reading some stuff right now, like in the New Testament and Paul's letters that is sometimes it's just hard to understand, especially if, you know, you're, yeah. you know, you're coming to this, and you're like, how do you apply this to modern day and culture and what is, so what are. And if you're not smart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just right. kidding. <laughs> I, there's plenty of smart people who yeah, read stuff and get it wrong. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so what are some resources? So what, I guess the question would be, what resources do we use? But what are some resources for the, you know, average Christian who's trying to love Jesus, study the word? Yes. What do you use that's out there? So I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go and I'll let you go. Mm -hmm. So what I would recommend first to somebody who's not very familiar with the Bible is read the book Multiply by Francis Chan, because it talks about like the ultimate goal God has for your life through the scriptures. Then it also talks about what the Bible is, walking through the Old Testament and the New Testament, the different literatures. It's just great. It's so user-friendly uh, book to read. So Multiply by Francis Chan. If you want to dig more into how to study the Bible, uh, particularly if you feel like you want to teach others the Bible, Living by the Book by Howard Hendricks mm. is just a, a deeper dive before, yeah. into that. Yeah, it, it's one of the five most influential books on my life. Uh, then I would also recommend a good commentary, mm -hmm. but you understand the words at the bottom where the commentary are written by John MacArthur or written by Albert Moeller or written by whoever it might be are not scripture. Right. So don't be like in Bible study, well, MacArthur said this. And so that's the truth. No, no, that's his opinion. It's, I'm yeah. not saying it's not valuable. Mm -hmm. You're basically gleaning from, I don't know, they don't talk like that, but you know, <laughs> you're gleaning from somebody's wisdom who had a team that helped them compile it. I would also recommend this as you read the Bible, blueletterbible.com yeah. mm -hmm. or org or whatever, Blue Letter Bible. It's basically... You can understand like, hey, what was this word? What are the other uses of this word? To mm -hmm. understand the full context yep. of a lot of words. Blue letter Bible. Yeah. Two more things. One is be in life groups. Mm -hmm. Have other believers you're studying the Bible with. That's how you're designed to do it. It helps you to discern the truth and not be in your own head about the word. Yeah. Lastly, um, kind of related to that is in your church, you probably have pastors, elders who have studied the word more. Um, because of time or because of whatever and have a teaching gift that help you understand, lean into that. All of that is ultimately like, you know, in um, Hebrews, I'm actually back in Hebrews in our mm, Bible reading that's plan. That's so good. Um, that book it, is... it, well, also I'm so far behind. <laughs> but um, it, in one of the texts, it says like, hey, there's a day coming with a new covenant. I think it's Hebrews 7 or 8, uh, new covenant. And you're not going to need to ask a teacher. You're going to know the Lord. The point is not that God doesn't use teachers, mm -hmm. but ultimately like you have the Holy Spirit that does help you discern as well. Yeah. I That's agree I with all those things. I second, good, good second blue letter <laughs> Bible. I second that it is a great free resource. One of the things I love about that, uh, you can actually like look at uh, in the original languages and click on like a word and it shows you how it's being translated, but you can click on that word and, and just understand in the Greek or Hebrew, like that word a little bit more, which is super helpful. Um, I would recommend as a simple tool is reading uh, a few different translations as well. It's uh, good. It's good. We're probably going to talk about this in a couple of weeks because it stems from this about Bible translations, but it's Ooh. good. It's good to read several different translations so you get a better under full understanding because every translation has a different intent with why it was uh, translated. Um, 
a good a good study Bible, again, seconding all the commentary you're going to read, like the ESV study Bible, the CSB study Bible, even the NLT study Bible, like all those commentaries are written uh, by by people That's and good. and it, they come from a, yeah. a, a viewpoint. So I would say just investigate even more, like read different points of view uh, and Again, talk it out with people. Don't yes. don't be afraid to ask questions. And, oh, yeah. and if somebody asks you a question, I don't care how do long I you have to wear a head covering. Yeah. Seriously, yeah, that's a that, that was this passage. This came specifically from a passage in First Timothy where it's given instructions about um, you know, woman being uh, a woman shall be safe Silent. from childbirth. Oh, you know that one. And yeah. so, like, what's and we can talk about that. Yeah, maybe yeah. answer that that's specific a, question later because we're out of time. But just. Don't be afraid to ask questions. And as so as a even as a, a pastor who's been to seminary, I am and this happens in life groups sometimes. I'm like, you know what? Don't be afraid if somebody asks you a question to say, I don't know, or I'm yeah. not sure, or I need to study a little bit more to give you a better answer. Um, because you you shouldn't try to answer off the cuff and then pull stuff out of the air. Agreed. Uh, you know, um, and spur each other on. But yeah, blue letter Bible, um, and uh, Logos, uh, L-O-G-O-S, that's a great there. A lot of those you do have to pay for some of the things. Blue Letter Bible's free. Free. So some Logos, you, some things Make you a do donation. have to pay for, but there are some free resources. Wikipedia also is a very helpful resource. <laughs> yeah, you'll never get someone's. All right, game time. Oh, man, I'm kind of nervous because you're in charge. Be. I'm in charge today. So uh, we're going to, because we got to get going. So basically, I have 12 would you rather's? Oh gosh! Would you rather's? So you're gonna have no more than 45 so seconds. So if this were being recorded, I wouldn't be nervous. But no yeah, more so. than I didn't tell him these ahead of time because I wanted to see his reaction. No more than 45 seconds to answer, okay, including my ask of the question. I'll have 15 seconds to give you my answer. So we are gonna start. I'm gonna try to give you gut responses without much thought. In eight seconds, three seconds, two seconds, one second. Okay. Would you rather wake up at 3:30 a.m. or stay awake until 3:30 a.m. Uh, wake up at three thirty. Why? Because I'm doing that right now with a puppy, and I don't like it. But I'm a night owl. I prefer to stay up, but I prefer to stay up to like midnight. After that, like nothing good happens, and you're just delirious. So at least you're getting a little bit of sleep, and you can function. That's why. Yeah, I would also rather stay awake. I meant wake up at three thirty a.m. because you could get a lot done. But also, that's really early. And but my kids are generally quiet then too. So. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's helpful. <laughs> okay, next one. We're ahead of time here. Would you rather spend a week in Hawaii Ooh. or spend a week in Alaska? Uh, I'm going to go with Alaska because I've been to Hawaii. I've not been to Alaska. And I will say we live near Destin and the beaches here are wonderful. And the beaches in Hawaii are wonderful and you can get big waves, but I don't really surf. And I go to Alaska because I haven't been there. Yeah, I'm with you. I'd rather do the Alaska thing too. Mm -hmm. Again, I think because we're spoiled so Floridians. <laughs> we're spoiled Floridians is what yeah, it is. I mean, Destin Beach is pretty amazing. I hope you know that I'm easing you into this. I I, <laughs> I, I feel that because I'm like, oh, these are these are easy. Okay. So you're about to get you're about to make okay. me say something this, I don't want to say. This we're still good. This is based on my observation <laughs> of you in athletics. Would you rather play basketball or oh. play baseball? Okay, which one would I rather be good at? Um basketball because it's easier to just do a pickup game okay. baseball requires more people okay. um and i'm tall and then if i were good at it uh people would it would just be a little more natural because people yeah. already assume okay. i'm good at it okay and i'm not okay i mean right. i'm tall and i can i'm still decently quick for my yes. age so i can get in people's way yes so i i would say basketball as well i enjoy going to a like a baseball game 
Yeah. Just for the whole experience, it's chill. But yeah. part of it is that you can walk away and it's not a big yeah. deal. So yeah, like, that's true. Yeah, baseball is just a little boring, slow. I love baseball, to. Golden Games. We are but, big brave fans, yeah. but yeah. Okay. So right. these were the three most despised careers. Oh, God. So we do have people who do these things. I'm about to be offended. Church, so don't but they offend probably them. despise it too. If maybe. money didn't matter, would you rather be a politician, a dentist, or a used car salesman? If they all got paid the same thing, would you rather be a dentist, politician, or used car salesman? Oh, that's a hmm, that's interesting. Um, dentist. Okay. Because I think I would be good in politics, but also I would be stressed all the time. That's okay. not to say being a dentist yeah. isn't stressful, but it's a little more procedural. You have Fridays off if you're a dentist, right? <laughs> and it's a little more procedural, yeah. you know, and okay. uh, yeah. A little more and cut I, and dry? Yeah, and I, I would be a terrible used car salesman because I would be talking people out of things. I yeah. would be like, you actually don't need that. Yeah. Uh, you should, are you, if you're going into debt, you really should uh, consider a lower, <laughs> I'd yeah. be bad at that. So I guess if I was going to be one of those things and money different, different didn't matter, it would be a used car salesman. There's so many, there's too many like, I'd be a politician if this, you know, so I'd go use car salesman because I mm -hmm. think I, you know, I like hanging out with people. All right. All right. We're getting, we're starting to move in the right, right direction. Would you rather swim in a pool of mayonnaise <laughs> <laughs> or swim in a pool of wet sponges? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with mayonnaise simply because my skin would be so soft afterwards. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't hate mayonnaise. I hate mayonnaise. But wet sponges. Unless like, it has a flavor. And then I, it's called aioli. <laughs> is, it, is it spicy? Yeah, spicy yeah. mayonnaise? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I so don't know. I, so you would choose mayonnaise? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, maybe. So. I don't know. For those who just vomited in your car, I apologize. It's so, it's so hard. Uh, I mean, wet sponges, I feel like I just, that sour, I, oh, I just yeah, immediately yeah. think of that sour We're both smell. Gross. Uh, and it's been sitting for a while. All right, you have to have your final answer. A mayonnaise. I'm okay. going mayonnaise. Okay. I would do wet sponges just because I can. <laughs> I would accidentally eat some of the mayonnaise and it would be bad. Okay. If you were leading, whether it's worship or teaching in front of everybody, would you rather pass gas and everybody hear it or have your fly down and everybody see it? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Literally, it's funny because I very consciously do a zipper check yes. every time I go up because yeah. I don't want that to happen. Um Maybe pass gas because you could at least like plate off like it was somebody else. Like well, you I'm could turn leaving. around and be like, oh man, dude. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I would go with pass gas as well because at least people could be like, did he pass yeah, gas? I'm like, pretty sure he people, did. Yeah. But if you just keep going, everybody's gonna move on. Your fly down, it's like his yeah, fly is down. That's what I tell people. Like tell people like if you make a mistake, you just keep going like yeah. you didn't. And most people are like, oh, okay, did that? I don't know. So yeah. So oh, gosh. Another related to your profession. Okay. Would you rather debate soteriology? So like, you know, salvation, free will, sovereignty, all that, oh. or debate eschatology in times? Oh. Debate? Oh, goodness. You had to get Now, so how, am I, is this, dis, you said debate. So this yes. isn't a reasonable conversation. You're having to like. This yeah. is heated debate. This is like someone who's passionate yes, about yes, their view. yes, yes. I would, man, both of those would exhaust me if someone has already would. determined they're absolutely right. Um, That's why you defer to me. Uh, like, uh, um, just <laughs> I would say. You got 10 seconds. Ecclesiology. I mean, excuse me. Uh, no, eschatology. <laughs> church. You'd rather debate eschatology, eschatology because there, 
mm, mm-hmm. at least at the end of the day, like you can walk away and be like, all right, whatever. But I feel like people get way more passionate about soteriology on one side or the other, and they're usually not reasonable. Yeah, I would choose eschatology as well for that very reason. I think people, whether they're complete free will or they're complete determinism, they're just so passionate Mm -hmm. that it's like, you think I'm going to hell if I believe otherwise. So, um, you know, in eschatology, it's like, you just think I'm not going to be one of the 144,000, you know? So, (laughs) okay. Did you? This is a job related one. Okay. I really want to know this. Would you rather have to tell someone who's in your worship team, praise team, choir, that they can't be in it anymore because they can't sing well? Mm. Or would you rather tell them that they dressed too immodestly? And I know this from worship leader blogs, you know, worship pastors have to deal with this. I don't know if you've dealt with it. They, yeah, the um, I have. And <laughs> I would choose the immodestly simply okay. because, uh, I mean, so you there are times when you have to be like, hey, this is, you know, I always offer to work with people in terms of vocal yeah. stuff. Um, but- because that's a lot less subjective. The mo- immodest one. Immodesty. And yeah, you yeah. can just say, hey, we have clear expectations and, you know, like we represent. And, um, yeah, you can bring somebody. And you, you can also bring. Say, I know you've seen a lot of Shania Twain videos. <laughs> that's right. But this isn't that. <laughs> this is not that. Right. So Man, that's that's I just what. dated myself as a yeah. 40-year-old tomorrow. It's usually, especially the men who are wearing two tight t-shirts. Where I have to tell you that sometimes. I'm like, dude, your, your t-shirt was just kidding. Wow. But that happens. It's, it's, <laughs> and now modesty guidelines are just as much. I mean, sad state of the church. I mean, I shouldn't say sad. I've been told that. I've been know. like, hey, you're, you're, you know, <laughs> looks a little cold in here when you're wearing that T-shirt. So, and we're on video. So it's by just Dan as Brown. Much as, as, so. Yeah, I would also rather the dress more modestly. When, okay. Yeah. Four more. Okay. I feel like would we're about to like, get boiling. I don't lead know. Lead a song where you had to say the lyrics, sloppy wet kiss. <laughs> <laughs> or lead a song where you had to say the lyrics molest. Uh, and there are worship songs and hymns that have those in okay, there. Okay, so this is a real, real story. So okay. um, I'm going to go with Sloppy Wet Kiss. You'd rather if, sing Sloppy Wet Kiss. Yes, because okay. there is a hymn, uh, then it's a well-known hymn that is old, uh, that has the word. and it, it did Farther not, along. Yeah, we sang yeah, it yeah. Uh, at, a, at a memorial service recently. And it was, it's a, the text is great. It's fine. But it has, a, and it's so... 2022 does not mean the same thing as 1911 when it was written. And uh, so I just had to like basically abridge the version because I just was like, I just, it's just awkward. So I just, yeah. yeah. And Sloppy Wet Kiss, I'm like, well, you just have to, you just have to. You can't not feel same molest. Like there's people out there like, why did he just sing that? Who have been. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, you know, they just don't want to do that. Sloppy Wet Kiss, you know, is not as offensive. Okay. Mm -hmm. Three more. Would you rather have lunch with Stephen Furtick or Joel Osteen? Oh, I, uh, man, is there a C option? Uh, I want to hear why too. I I, I would because uh, oh, see, I don't know them personally, so I don't want to. You know, I would say Joel Osteen. Okay, because uh, I think. <laughs> He would probably a lot of, he'd compliment me a lot more. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> he's no, I think, um, honest to my, my impression, impression, total, if Stephen Furtick is there, he would just talk about himself the whole time and how awesome yeah. he is. And, yeah. and at least I feel like with Joel Osteen, he'd be like, but do you really believe that? Do you really believe that? Do you really believe yeah, that? Right. And uh, yeah, that's why. I'm going with Joel because he's definitely picking up the check. <laughs> for sure okay. yeah Stephen Furtick like still makes millions and yeah. he would be like yeah. you paying right yeah bro? you you owe me um, okay 
Honor culture, bro. All right. <laughs> two more. Be on staff at Bethel Church in Reading oh. or be on staff at First Baptist Dallas. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> okay. So for context. Some of our older bro. <laughs> like, why would you? So for context, Bethel, very whack theology, I, you know, just very, just unscriptural things. First Baptist Dallas, even there's first and Baptist in their name has become much more of a far, I mean, a very They sang a hymn on July 4th weekend called Make America Great Again. Yeah, two years so ago. Um, I, oh, would I survive either one? I, I, would, no, I would go be a dentist. <laughs> like, uh, which one would you pick, pick though? You got to put food on the table. Target's not hiring. You got to go to one of these churches. Which one are you going to? Oh, I feel like, okay, don't take this the wrong way because I'm not going to do this ever and we're not going to start singing this. I'd go to Beth. I'd choose Bethel because I feel like, hey, at least somebody's there speaking rational truth okay. and pointing to right. the Bible. And I feel like in the other environment, they already think that they know everything. And yeah. And it's just, there's, I feel like there'd be a little more reason, yeah. honestly. Uh, so, so, so I'm vomiting I, I, in my heart. This right is now. the only one we've disagreed on so far. I would choose First Baptist Dallas because I think there's a lot of people there who you can appeal to the scripture to bring about change. But yeah, at Bethel, maybe. it's like, yeah. but I didn't feel that. Yeah. And I'd be like, so, well, okay. not about your feelings. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Last one. Would you rather be a chaperone for a student lock in or a prime timer's trip to Branson? Oh, uh, okay. So I've been a chaperone on both. Of, well, not to Branson. I've been with senior adults, not from this church, but from another church. And uh, at least I would say, so I love working with students. I went to student camp and it was so much fun. And I think everybody with a student should go at least once because it is yeah. so good. But lock That being said, lock in overnight sleep. Like I'm going with the senior adults because at least they are going to bed and I'm going to get some sleep. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Because I it would be fun. We don't do this stuff at our church. No. Neither one of them. And I praise Jesus for yeah. it. Well, hey, <laughs> hopefully you got to know. Oh, yeah. I would do the senior adult thing, too. So we only agreed, disagreed on one thing. Justin would rather be at Bethel <laughs> no. Church and I would rather be at First Baptist I would Baptist rather Dallas. be at Church on Bayshore. That's a great there ending. There you go. Because uh, I love what God's doing. Amen. And I, you know, it is not without challenges and growth. But, hey, that's how we grow, you know, Amen. like, but it, I was telling somebody the other day, I just, it's getting boggy up. In I here. know I'm about tears, but I literally was telling somebody, uh, the other day I was like, here, it is not a perfect church because it's not perfect people, but here's what I love. I just love what God is doing. Amen. Um, He's good. And not, I mean, I'm not talking about the numbers. I'm not talking, I'm talking about like what the, that God is, you can sincerely tell God is People are growing as disciples. People Amen. are, and you can tell that because people are sharing their faith. Yes. People are talking about what God is teaching them. Mm -hmm. There's new engagement in missions. There's, I feel a, a newness, a freshness in our in our worship service. And I don't mean like crazy weird freshness. I Not mean just Bethel like, church. you know, yeah, it's just, I love what God's doing. I love Amen. that um, he's doing it with without a lot of gimmicks. And he says all this because... <laughs> He wants you to appreciate him in October and send him to Alaska. <laughs> yeah, Alaska cruise. Month. Wow, that'd be amazing. All right, well. Hey, uh, hey, things got by. Hey, we got- We'll uh, both be in our 40s next week. Hey, man, welcome to the club. It just gets better and better. Uh, you do get more tired, though, that's for sure. I'm just, I think this year, I've noticed that. that I just am like, nah, I don't feel like doing that. Um, so, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, tune in next time. We will have another topic. We'll have more questions and another game. 
See you later. Uh, that was a. <laughs> hey, thanks, so. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat. 